Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home Love Alan Jackson, man. Reminds me so much of my old man. Great choice, Tommy. Welcome back to Montana's Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Statewide Television, SWX Montana TV. I'm Coulter Nuanez. Hour number two coming at you. Tyson Rostad, Hamilton High Senior and a future Grizz, will join us here in just a minute. We're also going to hear from Carolyn. She doesn't know sports. She's going to give us an update on everything that's going on in the sporting world that she allegedly doesn't pay attention to. And this is our last Nuanas Now of the week, so I'll send you off with some thoughts about Aaron Rodgers and uh, the NFL and everything in between. But no show Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Missed a thing in the first hour of this show. Been a fun one. Matt Ellis, Missoula Paddlehead, swung by to talk about the Paddlehead's race to the first half Pioneer League Championship. They won the Pioneer League North in the first half, securing a playoff berth. Also gave away some wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Heard from Ryland Schlepp, Montana State commit. He's a tight end who's headed to play for the Bobcats out of Gallatin High. First Division One guy committed uh, out of Gallatin High, the newest AA high school in the state. And we also shared some of our Treasure State stars from the best amateur performances from across the world of sports in the state of Montana. You can find all that from the first hour of the show. In the podcast, podcast is proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, and Blackfoot Communications. Speaking of Blackfoot, it reminded me, a tease for the fall. Grizz Greats is coming back. 
We've uh, done two iterations of the Grizz Greats podcast series, the first of which, Grizz Greats, The Coaching Tree, which was a 10-part series highlighting some of the most uh, prestigious and prominent, I guess, all of the members of the Judd Heathcote coaching tree, everybody from uh, Jim Brandenburg to Mike Montgomery all the way through Larry Kostowiak, Wayne Tinkle. Then our second iteration of Grizz Greats, Grizz Greats, the silver anniversary of the 1995 National Champions, a 25-part podcast series commemorating the 25th anniversary of the Grizz 1995 run to the National Championship. And this fall is Grizz Greats, the 20th anniversary of the 2001 National Championship team. This is the National Championship team for the Grizzlies that I remember the best. I knew a ton of guys on that team. I had a couple friends who had older brothers and cousins that were on that team. So I was around those guys a lot. I was in high school, my freshman year of high school. So I remember that team so, so well. And uh, crazy to think that here we are 20 years later, first of all, that that team in itself is celebrating its 20th anniversary, but also that the Grizz have not won a national championship since then. They played again for the national title in 2004, 2008, and 2009, uh, but it, it's wild that the 20th anniversary is also the anniversary of the last title for the University of Montana. But we will be happy to bring back Grizz greats, the 20th anniversary of the 2001 national championship team, a podcast series featuring 20 interviews with some of the best players and coaches that were a part of that twenty or 2001 team. I've already got a hold of Dylan McFarland, great offensive lineman who's still here in town. I'm hoping for Thatcher Slay, Johnny Edwards, Johansi Humphreys, all sorts of guys that I think that people around here will certainly love to hear from and catch up with. So stay tuned for that Grizz Greats uh, podcast series coming back at you. Time now for our senior spotlight. This guy's going to be a senior, uh, but we are kind of packing everything in with this being the last Nuanas now of the week. Um, but we'd love to highlight local athletes from around the area and around the state of Montana. And this young man, a standout at Hamilton High School, who is now the latest commitment to the University of Montana football team. He's Tyson Rostad, and he joins us now on the Rangish Brothers RV phone line as part of the senior spotlight, presented proudly by both Palmer's Drug and McElmurray Holmes. Tyson, thanks for taking a minute, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on. Let's start with the here and now. You recently committed to the University of Montana. I think given your uh, family ties, the fact that you're in Hamilton, just up the road from Missoula, and the fact that your older brother Carson plays for the Grizz, not that big of a surprise, but still a thrill. And I'm sure for you and your family, an awesome moment. I actually think I'm friends with your dad on Facebook, and he was posting how proud he was of you. So just take us through that moment for you. What was the recruiting process like? And uh, probably a kind of an easy decision for you, being a guy that has such strong Grizzly ties. Yeah, no, it was an experience like no other. Um, when I first got a call last football season after, I think, my third game from Coach Rosie when he told me that the Grizz were going to offer me, I was totally shocked. I was stunned. I couldn't believe it was true. I'd always grown up knowing I wanted to be a Grizz, watch my cousin play, and I knew it was what I wanted to do. And... In these last couple of weeks, I'd really been talking to all the Grizz coaches, and I was really nervous kind of to know what I wanted to do. But when I finally decided to make the commitment, it was the greatest thing I think I've ever done, and I'm really excited. I got to tell you this, we actually have a uh, secondhand connection here because uh, you mentioned your cousin. Your, your cousin's with Jordy Tripp, who was a great player for the Grizz, wore number 37, went on to get at, uh, drafted in the NFL. 
Um, but I actually know your aunt and uncle really well. Uh, Brian and Lisa were great friends with my parents, and my brother's actually the exact same age as Jordy, so they grew up together forever, and I helped coach Jordy in baseball and watched all his stuff growing up forever, so uh, fun watching him make it all the way uh, into the NFL. So I do know your family a little bit, but tell us about that element of it. I mean, the Tripp family and, and your, then your mom's side of the family as well, they've all been so involved in uh, Grizz Athletics for so long. So um, it's always interesting because so many guys from around here, they do grow up playing for, wanting to play for the Grizz, dreaming of playing for the Grizz, but actually establishing that goal and then making it happen, easier said than done. Uh, so what sort of influence did your family ties to the program have on you? And what was it like maybe talking with your brother and your cousin and, and some of the other guys in your family that have played for the Grizz before? How much did that influence uh, your decision to go to Montana? No, it was a pretty big influence, and I think it was a positive influence. I can only just remember back sitting at Grizz games, watching my cousin out at linebacker, and I was like, man, this is something I really want to be a part of one time. And at that point, it kind of seemed like a very unrealistic dream to have until I finally started getting into football, and I was like, man, I really love this game. I want to be a part. I want to be a Grizzly. And towards, like, my brother's side, I think about it, and Mike, you can't really pass up a chance of playing with family. And the years I played with my brother in high school, I had an absolute blast being able to catch a pass from your brother and being able to just have him, like, mess around with you and stuff. I think that's something that's pretty special and not a lot of people can say that they got to do. Uh, on my family side, towards my parents and my grandparents, huge diehard Grizz fans. I know they always had it tough, and when I – tell them that I was going to say a cat's camp or something. It always made them nervous, but <laughs> I knew deep down and with their influence and it made them happier than ever to know that they were going to have not only one kid playing for the Grizz, but two of them. Tyson Ross had joined us. He's a senior to be at Hamilton high school. It's part of our senior spotlight series presented in part by Palmer's drug around Western Montana, around the state of Montana. People love shopping local. You go out of your way to shop local. If you're going to go have a beer, if you're going to go uh, buy something from the store, you want a gift, whatever. So when you're looking for pharmacy, be sure to shop local as well. Palmer's Drug of Missoula is a pharmacist-owned establishment that can take care of all your needs more efficiently than any of the corporate chains. Palmer's is an in-network for all major prescription plans, including Medicaid and Medicare. Palmer's will take care of you on a personal level like you deserve. When you think local, think local pharmacy at Palmer's Drug, located at Southwest Higgins. Tyson, you mentioned playing with your brother. What a cool experience. I'm three and a half years older than my brother, so we never got to actually compete with each other. But you did have a uh, year there on the Hamilton High Varsity when Carson Rostad was uh, the quarterback, and now he's at the University of Montana. Um He's been there for the last two years. So what do you think of that experience now getting to rejoin with your brother? He must be pretty proud of you, but you must be pretty excited to play with Carson again, too. Yeah, no, I'm definitely blessed. Uh, like I said, there's not a lot of brothers that can say that they're going to be able to do this. I think playing in high school with him, I was also very lucky to be able to have that starting spot and being able to even play with my brother. And just for this to be able to happen, I think it's very, very lucky to have this opportunity. And Carson's always been very supportive of me, and I think it's going to be something to write for books because I think Carson always pushes me and is happy for everything that 
I get, and I'm always happy for everything that he does. So I think it's going to be something that's going to be really fun. What sort of what are they thinking for a position for you? Because you've been all state in multiple different positions. I know you were an all state receiver when Carson was still playing quarterback. You've taken over the reins at quarterback now and done really well with that last year during your junior year. You're also a player that was an all state guy on the defensive side of the ball as well. So what is uh, Montana looking at you for as far as position goes? They've been talking to me safety or possibly outside backer, but some on the defensive side of the ball for sure. Is there one that you prefer? Uh, I mean, I played linebacker a little bit through high school. I mean, I play safety now. I absolutely love it. And if I had to say a certain probably be safety button, all honestly, I just want to be out on the field and play the game of football. Tell us about your high school program. Hamilton High School has had a great resurgence uh, ever since Bryce Carver took over. The Brocks have been among the best teams in the entire state at the Class A level. I know that the state championship has still eluded you guys. Uh, it's been sort of elusive. You guys are still chasing it, but you guys have been deep runs in the playoffs, played in the state title game a couple times. But also, I think that Bryce Carver, a young and up-and-coming coach, a guy that's doing a hell of a job as the head coach at Hamilton High School, uh, but he is running a pretty sophisticated offense. So I think that that helps guys from Hamilton transition to the, the college level pretty darn quickly. Uh, you know, I talked to your brother about this, and he thought he was well-prepared as a quarterback heading to the University of Montana. So what do you think of just the overall program? Because it seems like uh, Coach Carver and the staff are doing a great job of uh, putting you guys in a position to succeed and helping you get college ready. Yeah, Carver definitely puts all of us in spots to succeed. He also has set up his program so that these younger kids coming up. A lot of people talk, oh, Hamilton's not going to be that team this next year. They're going to lose a lot of kids, but it doesn't matter what he's doing there. There's always, we're always going to be that team, I think. I think he's setting us up to succeed, and he really knows what he's doing. He connects with all of us very, very well. The rest of the coaching staff is phenomenal, and I think he expects us and puts that in our heads. So even when we go to practice, we know that we want to be that team and we want to be there for the last game of the season. Tyson Ross has joined us. He's a senior to be at Hamilton High School. It's part of our Senior Spotlight series where we highlight some of the best seniors from around the state of Montana. Usually we're hiring, uh, we're highlighting, excuse me, recently graduated seniors, but uh, we're packing it all in this week because there's no nuanas now, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. So decided to highlight a, a current senior uh, for this week's Senior Spotlight. It's proudly presented in part by Blade McElmurray and McElmurray Holmes. McElmurray knows exactly what it takes to go from a small-town athlete through hard work, rise through the ranks. Blaine was a Troy, Montana native who rose up to become an All-American safety on the Grizzlies' 1995 National Championship team before spending time playing in the NFL. Blaine McElmurray and McElmurray Holmes, they used those same values of hard work and dedication to build Missoula's highest quality custom residential construction. Since 2003, McElmurray Holmes has helped contract and subcontract some of the Garden City's finest homes. McElmurray Holmes is committed to offering quality customer service, quality products, and the best prices throughout a project. And McElmurray Holmes is proud to support local high school athletes around the state of Montana. Tyson, does this provide a sense of relief for you going into your senior year? Or how do you feel in, uh, now that you know one of the biggest questions that guys across all levels of sports have, what am I going to do next? Now that you have that off the table, how are you feeling? I feel very relieved. I knew going into my senior year I didn't want to be totally stressed out. And even through this summer, after this last football season, I 
started thinking about that question in my senior year. Well, what what do I do next? And I had the offer on the table, but now that I've committed, it's very stress relieving. And now that I know I can work towards this senior year and not have to worry about necessarily what is next and also not only work towards this senior year at my final shot at a state title, but to also know that I can now start working towards and have an idea of where I'm going and what I'm doing. Well, Tyson, we're excited for you, proud of you, look forward to meeting you in person. But in the meantime, best of luck with the rest of your summer. I know it's probably going to be a short sprint here to the end because you guys are probably starting fall camp here pretty darn soon. But best of luck with your senior year. We'll follow you and be in touch with you throughout uh, the rest of this upcoming football season. But in the meantime, congratulations to you and your family. Thanks so much for joining us here on Nuanas Now. Sweet. Thank you for having me on. That's Rostad, Hamilton Brock, future Grizz. Here on Nuana is now as part of our Senior Spotlight, presented in part by McElmurray Homes and in part by Palmer's Drug, two great supporters of local athletes from across the state of Montana. I'm Colter Nuanez, broadcasting to you live on 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV. Let's end the week. It's a short week. We don't have a show Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday with some good laughs. Our good friend Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports, swinging by here on ESPN Radio right after this. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home Montana, Nuana's now closing in on my weekend. No shows Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday here on 1029 ESPN Missoula. Looking forward to a couple days off playing some golf at the Missoula Country Club. We are broadcasting live from the Northwest Motorsport Studio, Northwest Motorsport, located here in Missoula at the corner of Higgins. Excuse me, uh, where are they at? I can't even remember. They're at the corner. <laughs> of Stevens and Mount, and they boast the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Northwest. What's going on with you? I don't know, dude. I'm so looking forward to my golf. More than anything, though, my brain is suffocating from lack of oxygen. <laughs> I, don't, I don't breathe well anyways. This is a big point of contention when Ryan Tutel was the co-host of this show uh, because I... Just, I have bad asthma. I don't breathe well. I cough a lot. So when it gets smoky, it ain't good for me. So I don't know. I think I just have oxygen deprivation, but it's okay. Northwest Motorsport, largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can check them out online at nwmsrocks.com. Well, we somehow made it to another week. I didn't get kicked off the radio last week, although that was one of my greatest fears. We had Carolyn, our good friend, the chick who doesn't know sports, here on Nuanez Now, live for the first time ever. Uh, her f- dogs also made their first appearance here on ESPN Radio. And uh, she almost was naughty, but was not, which is good. And so here we are doing it again. But again, back to our old format, recording, leading up to 
Thursday's show. Carolyn, thank you for not getting us banned by the FCC. It How are you doing? touch and go there for a while, <laughs> but I did it. And um, I'm sorry. You just never know what's going to come out of my mouth. I can't help it. <laughs> it is one of the things that makes this segment the best. A lot going on in the world of sports right now, even though it's supposed to be sort of a slow time in sports. It's not. There's all sorts of things. Uh, on the horizon, particularly the Olympics coming up, but I know you have a lot to talk about, so what do you got? Well, I want to talk about the Euros, the uh, big okay. soccer tournament. Um, in the finals, it was England versus Italy, as I'm sure most people know, because it has been all over the news, and it came down to three penalty kicks, and three players missed, um, which I really don't know if you can... That would be so hard as it is. You know, you you take the PK and right. then you miss it. Right. Three of them missed it. But what's really getting me upset is how these poor guys have been treated. Um, they're black. And so there's been all this racist, you know, people saying all these horrible things. One of them had a beautiful mural in his hometown and it was uh, defaced. But four people in the UK have been arrested for racial abuse of these soccer players. And more will be arrested. Um, I just, I can't even believe people would be so disgusting. I don't know why I'm always shocked at this. I, I don't know either. And in fact, it is actually funny because we talk a lot about fan vitriol in America, but soccer fans who are wronged and or like are disappointed by the result are perhaps, I mean, do you remember the story of the two Escobars? Do you remember the story of the, uh, so Pablo Escobar is obviously the, the most infamous kingpin in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. But then there was Andres Escobar who was the largest uh, soccer, he's the biggest soccer star in Colombia. It's his brother? No. Oh. <laughs> They're unrelated, but Pablo Escobar was using a lot of Colombian drug money to fund the Medellin cartel as well as a lot of soccer in Colombia. They were very intertwined. Okay. Pablo Escobar was a drug kingpin, but he's also basically running the country of Colombia, including having a huge influence on the soccer team. Andres Escobar missed a penalty kick and he was murdered. So uh, I don't want to say that racial vitriol after missed kicks because of a sporting event is any sort of good. I'm also not trying to tie these two things together and say that it's progress, but I will say that uh, it, it, it has been a lot worse. Soccer used to be like, if you missed a kick or a goal on the world stage, uh, you literally had to fear for your life. Um, that is horrible. So bad. You should watch. Oh, you should watch all the thirty for thirties. But the two Escobars is a, not just a great thirty for thirty. It's one of the most compelling documentaries I've ever seen of any sort. It's uh, it's unbelievable. The 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 influence that the drug cartels had and well still have, but but had on the world is just like wow. I just hope these boys, all this horrible you know abuse aside, um, don't end up like Ray Finkel. <laughs> Ray Finkel. Oh because my God. I can only imagine, like, I will wake up in the middle of the night or, like, can't fall asleep at something stupid I said at a wedding, like, 15 years ago. It'll, like, stress me out. I can't even imagine what these, how overwhelming, uh, like, just all of the replays, all the things going through your head. How do you even, I don't know. I would have to be on a lot of medication. 
It's so much of it is a choice, though, too. It's it's one of the most uh, tactful and, I think, impactful decisions LeBron James has made. I think it's what sets him apart from his peers. And James Harden goes to the club all the time, and he's always dating the starlets. And Kevin Durant is so infamous for being on Twitter all the time and having these burner accounts and, like, going at people that are critical of him and pretending like it's not Kevin Durant. It's like, yeah. it's you, dude. Everybody knows it is. Uh, and LeBron James doesn't even... He does not even carry a cell phone that's right. between March and the end of the NBA yeah. Finals. No, that's smart. Like, when you see LeBron pregame, he doesn't have his beats on and stuff. He's, he's, reading, he's reading a book. Oh, wow. He doesn't go on. Because it's like, if you just remove it from your life... Right. I mean, if you're LeBron James, you probably have like 50,000 people a day tweeting at you. He could get a Walkman. I mean, I think you need some music before you go out there. Oh, my God. Remember Walkmans? Yeah. I used to have a Walkman that had Tetris on it. It was a tape player. What? So I used to like Tetris and Mob Brown listening to my Michael Jackson. Well, I had a sports one, and it was yellow. And it had the turbo bass. If you really wanted to kick it up a notch, you push the turbo bass. Um, But anyway... I, I just, these boys also have been have been shown a ton of love from England and around the world. So I hope they're, I, I felt for them. But I also want to take a moment because people have been concentrating on these guys and their miss. But what about the goalkeeper? Right. I mean, his name is, I can't even pronounce this, Gianluigi Donnarumma. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Not as if I would actually know. Well, unfortunately, I'm not an aficionado on Italian I, soccer, but I don't know if I told you, but Nick is wants to be goalkeeper now in soccer. Like that's his new goal. I don't no know intended. Nick. I haven't watched him compete in sports enough, but it seems to me that he's far too fast and aggressive to be the guy that stands on the back. I know. <laughs> I, I don't know why where this came from, but because isn't he really fast? Yeah, he should be the. I know center guy. I'm not my, this, ma, this mama heart Forward. can't take him being a goalkeeper. However, I do want. I just think if you can in the Euros final stop three PKs from clearly yeah. very good players. Yeah, I mean that's who they should be concentrating on. For not sure. these three guys who missed it. Talk about the guy who who saved it. For sure. So do that, everyone. See, this is why you're always welcome here on Nuanas now because we try to make it all about the positives too. That's right. The uh, yeah, the the constant scrutiny is exhausting sometimes in sports. Except when it's about Tom Brady, I can <laughs> well, right, but, make fun of that. Well, yeah, but you're, yeah, exactly. When you're choosing the negative storyline over the positive one, like in this case, that's one thing. When you are just scrutinizing some soulless villain, it's not nearly right. as bad. Right, a soulless villain. Okay, so speaking of. Positive. Okay. I'm positive that Tristan Thompson and Lamar Odom are going to get in a fight at a club. Here's why. How much could the NBA improve if they just removed the Kardashians from, exactly. the, from the bubble that is the NBA? These I know, they women just, are just ruining these players. Yeah. Well, so Tristan cheated on Chloe again. Shocker! So they oh, she man. ended things, and then of course she posted a bikini pic on Insta, and Lamar Odom commented on it that she looked hot or something, and then Tristan Thompson commented under that like, <laughs> "You gonna play? It didn't end well for you last time." Oh my! Blah blah God. blah. And so now they're they're uh, in a fight over Chloe. This is just too much. <laughs> These poor guys. Yeah. They should go meet some non-reality TV show girls. Right. Uh, 
You could get whatever girl you want through these guys. I don't understand why I they don't want either. those girls. Well, they want to be famous. Well, I get it, but they already are. So now, I mean, I should... didn't know Tristan Thompson before. Well, right, but now you do, and right. you will forever. So if he just went and got a normal girlfriend, right. then he would be fine. Well, he sounds like a total snake, and I, yeah. I can't imagine why anyone would ever want to date. He's cheated on Chloe and probably his, you know, ex girlfriends. He's got, he's got to keep it in his pants. Can I say that? <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Okay. Uh, the, I don't know. There's so much here. The Kardashians aside. <laughs> one, once, once, I, I just try to, I'm trying to think of where to even start with this. The romantic and personal lives of famous people, particularly politicians and athletes, was uh, considered off limits from the media. When? Until like the mid 1980s. Huh. And then there was that famous senator, Gary Rice, I want to say. Yes. And he had this raucous affair with this like beautiful blonde woman while he was uh, either running for or trying to get reelected. Yeah. You, you sort of I remember I kind of remember it, yeah. That was like the first tabloid journalism when they were talking about a politician's l- l- romantic life. Well, what about JFK? In Maryland. No one was talking about that during the 60s. That was all retrospective. Uh, okay. That was all after they had died. Okay. But no one was, like, there wasn't, right now, if that was happening, like, if the president was having an affair with the largest movie star in the world, that would be on the front page of every single tabloid every single right. day. Right, right. That was not, there wasn't tabloids in 1964. I know, that really stinks for that. <laughs> no, it doesn't, <laughs> though, because that's what I'm saying, is now we've seen this rise in the NBA where there's these, there's this... Man, we could go so far down the rabbit hole on this, but there's this culture of women that are trying to find uh, athletic, successful, rich, yeah. professional athletes. There's apps for it. There's, there's a There's Raya. this app called Baller Alert Stop where you it. get an alert when a dude walks into a club so you can go to that club. Oh my God, that is so stupid. And now there's become this industry, this media industry, which I find so disturbing, but teach their own, get yours. But like, there's this group of women that will basically jersey chase and and uh, track down and have relationships with these athletes and then break up with them and then podcast about it. And this is where like the Odell Beckham stuff last year came out. And this is where a lot of this Dwight Howard stuff and Ben Simmons stuff. And, and no, we can't talk about any of this on the radio because it's all very obscene and inappropriate. But I guess what I'm saying is like to think that, how do you even say this? There's a lot going on with these pro athletes, and I think it's. It, I think it has a huge influence on their performance detrimentally. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of yeah. stuff going on about Ben Simmons right now, and Ben Simmons has been scrutinized heavily for not being able to shoot free throws, for not being able to shoot. Period. He's this 25 million dollar a year guy for the Philadelphia 76ers. But then when you read all the stuff about his personal life, it's like, well, that yeah, that's why this dude can't do it because he's like got 14 girlfriends. I'm like, you know, it's just, it's exhausting. This People don't give it enough credit. I don't want to get into a debate about the morality of relationships or anything like that. But LeBron James is married to the girl he's been dating since he was in high school. That's a huge influence to his success. Same, that was how Kobe was. Exactly. He got in a little trouble, but you know. Right, but like, they knew each other from when they were young. Right. It's it's really impossible to know LeBron before he was famous because he was famous when he was like 14. But, but, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like before he was worth a billion dollars, his right. wife
wife knew him and loved him. And I think that's huge. I think yeah. it's a huge influence. And I think these young guys now are just so caught up. I mean, Tristan Thompson signed such a huge contract and then started dating a Kardashian and it sucked since then. Yeah. Lamar Odom almost died because he got so wrapped up in it. Well, yeah. I mean, I 100% agree. I think there's a Kardashian curse. Oh, I imagine coaches are like, do not date one of these women. I can't imagine. I bet you that there's an author out there that's already working on a book. Oh, God, I can The can't way wait. the Kardashians ruined, ruined the, the NBA. NBA. For real. Because every guy that they've dated has just been... They become more famous than they deserve, and then it's like all the way down the rabbit hole. Was James Harden always a jerk before he became famous for dating a um, Kardashian? Because he was a jerk to her, right? You know, from what I've he's heard, he's kind of just a jerk. Okay, yeah. And then he got his ego, you know. Anyway, well, speaking of NBA players, <laughs> do you want to see Shaq in his underwear? <laughs> so, chicken doesn't know sports here on Nuanas. Now, I'm cool through Nuanas. Good friend Carolyn joining us. Um. Why? How? <laughs> what? I guess he was um, broadcasting from his home. Uh, I think he's on Inside the NBA. Is that correct? Whatever that show. That is correct. Inside the NBA, the greatest studio show ever created. He was um, just dressed from the top up. Mm. And then he got very excited during a game or something, and he started jumping up and down, and he got out of his seat, and, and he was in his undies. I don't want to see it. Oh, man. Um, I always just laugh at stuff like that because, like, Shaq is so big. He probably, not probably, he certainly has to special order everything. Yeah, I'm sure he like, has to special order Like, there is no underwear at the store that Shaq can buy. No. Or socks or right. undershirts, belts. Right. <laughs> he is a monster. A I monster. mean, in the best way, I love him. But Oh, yeah, no, but there's nobody that's big like that. I mean, I mean, he do you, probably, what do you think? He probably has, like, a 50-inch waist, right? Now? Yeah. At least, right? Yeah. He's he is large and in charge now. <laughs> I mean he's large and in charge, period. Even well, at I his know. most fit. I mean when I met him, I don't know if you remember <laughs> that's right, in nineteen ninety seven, he was very tall. Yes. But he was in shape because he was playing. Well, right. So But even Shaq in his best shape weighed like three hundred and thirty right. pounds. I mean he's seven two. Yeah. Jeez. Imagine how terrible it would be to try to sleep. Like where what is his food bill like? I mean, imagine birthing that monster. <laughs> or like having that be your husband, like Ugh. sleeping in the same bed as him, like so uncomfortable. You'd have to have like a custom made bed. Oh, obviously. he definitely has a custom made yeah. bed. I've seen it on his cribs. It's it's like this giant Superman bed. It's well, like wasn't his it's like fourteen first, feet by sixteen. His first feet. wife was like teeny weeny, tiny, too. tiny, yeah. tiny, tiny. Yeah, like five two. Yeah, yeah, two feet shorter than Shaq. <laughs> That is insane. Well, anyway, if you want to see him in his underwear, just go. <laughs> well, he's pressed around his underwear a little bit before, anyways. I don't know. I got a lot of respect for Shaq because you know he is—he's uh, a little portly now, but not really. I mean, mm. it's pretty hard to maintain any level of physical fitness when you're in your late forties and you're that big. Totally. I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm not, not even he, that big, and I'm in my mid forties. It's not like he can go on a little jog. Why? I don't think... You're not jogging when you weigh 400 pounds. You break your foot. <laughs> That's true. Well, what do you... He could elliptical. He could spin. I guess. You think he's got fit on a spin bike? <laughs> I he barely fit on one. a spin bike. I mean, he should work out. His heart... You know, like, Great Danes die when they're eight? He's yes. going to, like... His heart's going to explode. Oh, that's for sure true. Oh, no. That's that's going to happen. I mean, I hate to... I absolutely hate to say that. I don't want to put that on anybody. And, no, and, and no. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't. But, I mean... It's like Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain died when he was 66 years old because yeah. you just can't be seven. I mean, he's just huge. Well, he also 
might have had an STD. <laughs> I think Wilt was. I think Wilt was doing okay. Uh, didn't yeah, he, no. Didn't he sleep with like eight thousand women or twenty thousand? He says. Sick. That's so gross. Uh, it's also uh, mathematically impossible. So, okay. I, I think it was a vast exaggeration. I mean, all of the people at the Playboy Mansion does not count. Yeah, I mean, it could have been multiple situation. All right, we're not going to go there because you're going to get, you're going to... Yeah, we're already in trouble. What else you got? Um, So Jay Cutler said that he has been experiencing some symptoms of CTE. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. He's um, suffering memory loss and, you know, all that stuff. So he said he's delaying it with diet and supplements and hoping to get ahead of it. So that's good. I mean, if he can, I think it's good that people are now recognizing this early and, um, you know, trying to get ahead of it. I really just don't know if you can get ahead of it. That's the problem. Right. Well, he's doing some different therapies and so I hope that he can, not that I really care for him either way, but I don't want anyone to suffer. It's a wild deal because I think that now we have all this knowledge about head injuries. Really, the only way to mitigate them is to just not play football. But I don't think that any player that ever played in the NFL would tell you, even if they were severely injured and had bad brain problems after they retired, they still would say, I'd do it again. Yeah, and that's what he said. He said he would. Meanwhile, a sad story about Richard Sherman... You know who that is? Oh, of course I do. Yeah. We have not talked about this much because I, when I initially heard this, thought that there is so much more to this story than what they were putting out. And I thought a lot of the reporting yesterday was very irresponsible. Yeah. I couldn't believe they put the 911 call out like less than 12 hours after that happened. Like his poor wife, Mm -hmm. you know, and everything that she was saying and stuff is just such a, I don't know. I thought it was very telling about... Uh, certain elements of American society and their distrust of police officers. And like basically his wife was saying, hey, I need help. But when you come here, my husband is a very angry African-American man and you can't shoot him. Well, and she was like, she that was said, her number one yeah, thing. Don't kill don't him. Don't kill him. But he yeah. was still arrested. And from what I understood, he was threatening to commit to kill himself. Yep. He had drank. He had consumed two bottles of hard alcohol. Yep. Um, and I don't understand why he was arrested, except maybe like, was it a fifty-one fifty or something? Well, I don't know. Hit and run first. He, oh. went, he drove through a construction site and hit a, a barrier. <gasps> oh, I didn't realize. And then he that. was okay. at the house, and so I mean, it's uh, it's King County, so state of Washington. So uh, any domestic dispute, someone one person has to go to jail. Period. Oh, okay. Well, I hope. He's okay and whatever, you know, that's was, was very sad. And it's, well, it's, there's a lot, there has to be more to the story because right. Richard Sherman is among the most accomplished and, um, how do you even say? I mean, he, he, he's been one of the biggest advocates for, for social justice. He's been one of the great, um, mouthpieces on all of the stuff that's gone on in society. I mean, he was an academic All-American during his time at Stanford. So that's not to say that, you know, people that are very smart and intellectual don't also have demons, because he obviously does. But I just think that there's a lot more going on here. Yeah. This isn't like a continuation of some weird pattern or something like well, that. Well, I was wondering about maybe deal. CTE. You yeah, know, maybe. He's, I mean, he's so young. I mean, he's not even as old. He's like a year or two younger than me, I think. He's only 32 oh. or 33. Like, he's he's still in the... He's a free agent right now, but he still could be playing. Oh, got it. Okay. Well, I hope he's okay. I hope he and his wife are okay. Yeah, it's... Uh, 
it's a weird one because Richard Sherman's so well respected, and so um, I don't know. Yeah, but a lot of the stuff that came out yesterday was a little bit over the top. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, finally, I want to talk about The Weight of Gold on HBO Max. You watched it? I watched it. Good um, job. This is a great documentary by Michael Phelps. Um, I don't want to be a downer, but I highly recommend watching it, especially with the Olympics around the corner, because it really talks about the different... I mean, there's just a huge rate of depression with yeah. these Olympic athletes. I was joking around last week about the Olympic Village being like a big, yeah. you know party scene but you know and then these people have been working on their sport and that's it hyper focused since they were kids and then all of a sudden if they're not top three yep they're just nobodies and then if they um you know do win the gold some of them are still living in the poverty level oh for sure and it's just we need to treat them better. I mean, it's just like our troops. Like, we need to treat these people better. I mean, they're going and playing, you know, they're going to the Olympics representing the USA, and then we just crap all over them when they get home. Yeah, it's, uh, it brings up an even more broad question, too. And Justin Angle and I talked about this on a business angle. It's Nuana's now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. What level of sport, like what level of athlete or what level can you attain as an athlete to then maintain an element of normalcy and drive in your life? Because I think that you play sports and you continue to play sports at a high level and you get to this certain level where uh, it's the sweet spot. Mm -hmm. Like Justin ran, I can't remember which school, but he was a, he ran cross country at Ivy League school. So he was, you know, a D1 athlete, but then never had any aspirations of being an Olympian or a pro. He just was a college, a division one college athlete and was very good and then got his education paid for and then became, yeah. went into higher education, became a professor at Montana. He always talks about how that's the sweet spot because there was no like disappointment and right. he can still run races all the time and it's yeah. all good and it's not like he failed on this huge goal. But then it's like so many of these guys that play college football, college basketball at such a high level, they don't have the perspective that they're not going to go to the NFL or the NBA. And so right. then they're so devastatingly disappointed that they never were working on like their life plan. They right. just go work at Avis Renicar or whatever, right. which is fine. That's all good. But yeah. like the guys that realize, oh my gosh, I, you know, I'm going to be a player for the Grizz for a couple of years and I'm going to be a pharmacist forever. Yeah. Or I'm going like to start this business. The bigger picture and right. the reality. And I don't know if, um, I don't know if, these coaches that are training these kids are explaining that to them. It's like, they're just so focused on getting to the Olympics and right. the Olympics is amazing, but the opportunity afterwards is very right. negligible. Yeah. And so maybe you'll get a Wheaties box. Right. Maybe you'll get an, a Nike, mm -hmm. you know, sponsorship, but, right. but that's not going to last forever because the Olympics are every four years. So you're not a big deal, you know, a month after, Anyway, uh, highly recommend it. Um, so, watch it. Yeah, it's, it is a it's a great analysis of just the psychology of humans in general, um, and also just how singular it, it it is to pursue some of these things. The, the some of the Olympic sports too are are different than any other sport. We we kind of mentioned this last week, but it's worth mentioning again. You, you can't just play football all day every day. You, you just get completely worn out. You get hurt, everything. You can't play basketball. I mean, you could shoot around and stuff in basketball, but you can't, like, run around and do it. But you actually can swim, like, all day, every day. You yeah. can do gymnastics for 10 or 12 hours yeah, a day. Yeah, and they do. And they do. Yeah. 
And so that's like a great discipline, but also it can't not be good for you. Doing one single thing of any sort is just not good for you. Right. And so then it limits like the diversity of the mind of these people. And so then they have not only this depression from the disappointment afterwards, this letdown with lack of competition, but also such limited opportunities. Because, I mean, like Michael Phelps talks about in that documentary, he's this world-class athlete and he has no social skills. Yeah. And he's like, of course I got in trouble when I right. was done doing the Olympics. Like, I wanted to go to a party. I didn't know how to party. So I was like... Getting so, all this trouble, smoking mm-hmm. all this pot, whatever. But it's like, dude, what do you think? The kid's like, he's like a 14-year-old in a 30-year-old's body. Totally. You know? so, yeah, they're very... It is, it's really good. Everybody should watch it. The way yeah. of gold. And before I forget, I can't believe I didn't lead with this. Remember last week how I suggested Shikari to get, a, like, be a spokesperson for a weed company? Yes. Well, a vape a company called, like, Vape Daddy or something, I don't know has approached her and they Ooh. would like her to be their spokesperson and she has not responded yet. Interesting. Um, but I'm just saying, obviously someone's listening here because <laughs> my I am a marketing genius and I just feel like I need some credit for that. Well, you have been talking about how you can help all these athletes financially. I think you should start a little firm where you broker the athletes now says college kids can get sponsorships. You should just build your roster up. I was kind of thinking about that, actually, you the other day. do it. All right. Done. <laughs> Chicken doesn't know sports with our good friend Carolyn, now future sports agent as well. That's right. We do this once a week here on Nuanas Now. Carolyn, brilliant as always. Thank you. Thanks. Show me the money. <laughs> Show me the money indeed. Carolyn is always money. Nuanas Now, hope you're having a great Tuesday. I'm almost off for the week. No shows Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, but the Big Sky kickoffs on Monday. That means it's football season. I'll tell you all the things I'm excited about from our weekend in Spokane upcoming right after this. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. To more. One, two, three. is now on ESPN Radio. Favorite albums of all time, Plush, Stone Temple Pilots. Man, I wish I could see that album in concert. That would just be my dream come true. Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. No Missoula Osprey tonight. So we'll have the NBA Finals on for you. First uh, opening tip, 7 p.m. Also, want to kill some time between now and... The NBA Finals starting. Flip it up one notch. 103.3 The Trail. Tommy Evans has his show, The New Show, from 6 to 7 each Tuesday. And uh, he's been curating the playlist while producing this show. That's right. So uh, be sure to click on over and check out The New Show before we get ready for some hoops. It's Paddleheads Coulter. 
Not Osprey. That's right. Gosh. I got you finally, man. Finally. I know I've been so good, too. I've been rolling, rocking and rolling. and uh, Now you owe me a $100 bill. I know. I do. Yeah. I'll pay you in $1 installments. <laughs> I learned from the best. Broadcast to you live from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Go check out Northwest Motorsport online, nwmsrocks.com. Missed anything in the show? Fun show. Speaking of the Paddleheads, Matt Ellis, the general manager and vice president of the Paddleheads, swung by, told us all about the Paddleheads' first half Pioneer League North title and their securing of the uh, postseason berth that comes along with it. We also heard from Ryland Schlepp. Bozeman Gallatin High School product who is committed to Montana State. Heard from Tyson Rostad, a Hamilton product who's committed to the Grizz. And we also heard from our good friend Carol and the chick who doesn't know sports. I'm off the next three days. No nuances now, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. We'll be back in the saddle on Monday live from Spokane, Washington. It's Big Sky Media Days on Monday. Big Sky kickoff. So we'll be catching up with each and every coach from around the Big Sky Conference in football as well as uh, a player or two from each school as well, depending on who is invited and attends. Should be a phenomenal and fun week uh, and and day. Also got some announcements coming up from both the ESPN Missoula and Skyline Sports side of things as well. So we, we will not be here for the next five days. We'll be back in action live from Spokane on Monday. and definitely looking forward to it. I'm filling out my preseason Big Sky polls and all-league teams right now. So that will provide some fodder and some debate uh, before we hit the ground running. Really, really, really looking forward to football. By the way, if you missed anything in the show, you can find that all on the podcast, which is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications, Sports Bet Montana, and the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. Special thanks to just everybody that supports this show. It's awesome to be a part of it. It's awesome to be a part of a great community like the great state of Montana is. I'm so happy to be living my dream broadcasting in my hometown. And we couldn't do it without any of you, our great listeners, loyal listeners, and great supporters as well. So thanks for all that you do. It definitely makes it worthwhile. Love the feedback. Love all the texts and the calls you guys have been sending in. Makes me very happy and very affirmed. Well, we were looking forward to it. It's time to crank it all the way up. Football season, the coverage of it at least, starts on Monday. We'll be live from the Big Sky Kickoff at Spokane. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your week and be good. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.